0: Show number 103 of Look at His Butt, LT and J.K. Talk Trek.
1: This is Brenda Vaccaro.
0: <laughs> I don't think you sound quite like Brenda Vaccaro. This is Elaine Stritch. <laughs> Uh, well, this time it's you who sounds less than normal. I'm finally over all the various colds and viruses and things that I had, which were just awful. Well, I'm just
1: um, kind of croaky, and I will get my voice will get much more interesting, I promise you, as uh, the time goes by. But we are doing a show.
0: We are doing a show.
1: So, va 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 boom. And
0: we're not doing it on Skype. We're actually sitting in the same room. We are. With our computers in front of us.
1: That's right. So let's do this show before the voice gives out let's or or the antimatter overflows <laughs> or whatever else it is that we're going to do. So first things first, tell them about our fabulous YouTube posting and well, it's also on our site.
0: That's true. Uh, Due to my fabulousness with technology, I managed to (laughs) rip the video that the nice video guy took of us at The Benefit and put it up there. So because the Marjorie interview ran a little bit long, I had to split it up into two pieces. They are posted to YouTube, but I also blogged them. So if you were to go to our blog, you would find them quite easily. But if you were also to go to YouTube and just search for "Look at His Butt or, or interview with Kirk's mother, you would find them there also. And they came out pretty darn good, I have to say. That video was good. He did a good job.
1: He did a really good job. And you did a fabulous job making it jump through all the hoops to uh, go on to YouTube. (laughs) And uh, so you guys want to go to YouTube and comment on it and give it many stars.
0: Yes, please read it.
1: And make it viral. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, I also want to say... um, to people who might have viewed it when I first posted it, I, I screwed up the first time I did it. No, no.
1: YouTube screwed up, Well, not you.
0: It didn't come out right because this audio was not synced, and now it's synced. So if you go there and you watch it the first time and you said, What the hell is this? Because it's not synced up. It's not like that anymore. It's fixed. <laughs> it's faxed. So there you go.
1: Right, and since, you know, Lena unfortunately had to replace it, if you left us comments, they got lost. But, um, anyway, the interview is up. We had so much fun doing that show. this yes, is great. There is another live show coming up. Um, possibly soon, possibly later. It all. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I just got totally distracted by this website for a topic that we're, um, <laughs> that we're going to talk about. And on the website it says, um, a meat grinder causes an accident with a penis. <laughs> I don't think we'll talk about that because... It's icky.
0: It's off topic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and aren't you all relieved?
0: <laughs> so, yes, we're going to do another live show. It's going to be in the Bay Area, probably in Palo Alto.
1: Right, and it's going, um, instead of us do, doing some little snippets, we're going to be doing a, a an hour, like an hour, you know, just like the blog, but... Again, with with skits.
0: With skits and things and fun and audience participation.
1: Right, right. And
0: prizes, craptastic prizes. Well,
1: in this case, I don't think they're going to be quite so craptastic. Yeah,
0: they'll be better than that?
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. And we're working on new material, and we're laughing ourselves silly at dinner, coming up with wonderful new ideas. And we know, we have discovered, that the things that really make us laugh really make the audience laugh. Yeah,
0: it's good to know that.
1: It's good good validation. It is to
0: know that we weren't just fooling ourselves. (laughs) I (laughs) know. I always worry about that. I know,
1: and that would make us pathetic.
0: It would. So we will be having it, and as soon as we have any more details on it, we will be posting it to the blog, and we'll be talking about it on the show. But we'll give you guys plenty of notice for that. And it's likely that we'll have some of that videotaped as well, so we might be putting some of that up. Yeah. And when we continue to do new shows, if you see some of it on tape, don't worry about it, because the shows are never going to be the same.
1: That's right. It's
0: not like we're going to be doing all the same material, so if you've seen it once. Kind of
1: like this. <laughs> yeah, kind of like this. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, though, um, some of you have been listening for a little while. Some of you have, have gone back the mm-hmm. full three years with us or played catch-up and listened to them, and it would be interesting to get your input. What yeah. are you? Th- what do you think are the bits or the old things we did and never came back to that you think it might be fun to to do in the live show Mm -hmm. to develop into something we could do keeping in mind that with the live show we can do more video things Mm -hmm. you know showing pictures or or playing characters you know like when we did with our our Marjorie skit Mm -hmm. so um yeah Mm -hmm. let us know what you what you would like to see in a live show even if you're never going to be able to come to a live show
0: yeah we would love to get your comments on that um so what was I going to say? Oh, I, don't I totally know. lost my train of thought about this. But we're, we're very excited about doing more live shows. And mm-hmm. if they go well, we hope to make them happen on a regular basis.
1: And then the world tour. Definitely. With leather jackets. And
0: roadies. And roadies. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. That would be so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I wanted to talk a little more about the perfumes, the
0: cologne, the scents, the, the fragrances. Cologne, scents,
1: fragrances, are they, are they, do we know what they are? Are they, I'm assuming they're for guys, they're aftershaves? I, I don't know. Okay, well they are named Enterprise, uh-huh. Tiberius, yeah. and Red Shirt. Yeah. So I'm thinking they're marketed to guys. I think so. So, and I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of thinking it's the um, older fanboy,
0: audience? (laughs) Well, I guess how many people know that Kirk's middle name is Tiberius, first of all? well, That's that's fairly obscure. Okay,
1: so we're not going to see him in the Macy's men's department (laughs) along with Drax Noir and, you know, Ralph Lauren, and you're not even going to see him, I think, in... um, you know Walgreens with um Old Spice.
0: They're going to sell them in Spencer Gifts. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, you know, right next to the itching powder
0: and the um the nude scrabble or whatever they sell there, right? <laughs> Twister, that's it, nude Twister. Yeah. Nude scrabble would be good though. <laughs>
1: but um I don't know, I was just just thinking about them. Um Okay, Enterprise I kind of get it. Um Tiberius yeah, first of all, you're right. Who knows that's his middle name? I don't think it was officially his middle name until one of the later movies. Really? Well, they said James T. Kirk all the time. That's
0: true, but did they ever say what it was? Oh, no. See, a bad, bad fan. I don't know that instantly. I should shame, know shame, that. Shame, shame, shame.
1: Yeah, we're going to have to find out when that was actually said because yeah. I know it's mentioned in profic uh-huh. and in fanfic. Uh-huh. Um but I don't know if it's ever actually said. I know it's not said in the series.
0: Uh-huh. Hmm. I don't know.
1: But um, so maybe it's a more important thing in the movie where yeah. it's you know like Teen Kirk, <laughs> Teen Kirk, <laughs> which you just I don't know. Con- Star
0: Trek Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Yeah, it
1: conjures up such Barbie-ish mm-hmm. stuff. So okay, granted, it is Kirk, but still. It's it's kind of a fresh-out-of-puberty smell. Mm-hmm. We're going to hope Kirk has better hygiene yeah. than most fresh-out-of-puberty guys.
0: Well, you know, we're going to be buying some of that stuff at some point. So.
1: You may buy that, and you may slap it on your, your significant other or, or men you meet on the street or people you work with, but don't open it around me because I'm allergic to all that crap, okay. all, all that scented crap.
0: Okay. Well, I'll report on it. Okay. I, you, I, I would like to... I'm also really curious, now that we're talking about this, as to what kind of bottle they're going to sell it in. Oh. Wouldn't that be good if they sold it in a Kirk-shaped bottle? <laughs> and they put little shirts on the bottles, <laughs> little gold shirt, little red shirt.
1: An enterprise-shaped yeah. shape one, and you, you, I don't know, what do you do, break off one of the nacelles? and. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that would be cool. Okay. But they won't do that, because that would make it too expensive. They're probably going to come in bottles that um, they bought from, like, the high karate people that didn't get filled up with that crap.
1: (laughs) Um, Totally off topic. My dog has a toy. (laughs) Yes. And I'm not sure. It may be one you gave him. Uh Maybe one someone else gave him. But it's a a green chew toy, very tough, tough rubber Mm -hmm. toy. And it's an odd shape, but it's green. (laughs) It's the color of Shrek. Oh, okay. And I was thinking about our line of sex toys that you and I want to want to make. Uh-huh. And, and the green one, you know, is going to be called the Alien. Uh-huh. And I'm honestly thinking that this toy might, might be a candidate for oh. it. I'm going to show it to you the next time you come over. Um, neither end really looks like a dick or balls, but I think the one end looks like a fist. <laughs> I'm going to show it to you. I
0: want to see that. We'll take some pictures and we'll put them up on the blog.
1: Okay, and see what people think. Okay, Okay, the other guy's perfume aftershave, I wanted to talk a little bit about red shirt. Now, I think it would be bought by somebody who is so stupid, (laughs) they don't know the significance of it. And the significance of it is. The red shirt is the guy who dies in the first few minutes of yeah, the episode, yeah. so you know the situation is serious, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, just just to kind of follow the logic here. Red shirt, you're getting ready. your guy. You're getting ready for a date, you know, with a girl mm-hmm. or another guy, whatever. You're hoping to score. I'll put on my red shirt aftershave. You know, mm-hmm. pour it out of its bottle, slap it on. And, okay, so... um. Now you smell like velour. (laughs) Hopefully freshly laundered or dry cleaned.
0: Uh, I don't know. I I think it's just going to smell like death.
1: Well, this is the thing. You got to, you know, he's not dead at the beginning of the episode. No. He's got to be able to beam down. Mm -hmm. So you get on the date, you order your rounded drinks, and then you die.
0: (laughs) You get hit by lightning Or uh, somebody phasers you or blowed up or something. I think it's it's just, you know, like Bill says in the song, you're going to die. You are just going to die. And, you know,
1: I swear to God, if this stuff is made in China, you die.
0: (laughs) You probably will die. It's
1: true. But being a little more optimistic, Mm -hmm. maybe you don't die. Yeah. Maybe you just smell like you do.
0: (laughs) But that's horrible.
1: Well, no, think about it. In TOS... When somebody dies, the other people run up and McCoy comes over and says, He's dead, Jim, but they're not all going Oh, oh, oh. you know, death in, in T O S is pretty clean. Guts aren't falling out and everything. So yeah, you you died, but it's not usually smelly nasty death. That's true. But by the time dessert
0: arrives mm-hmm.
1: You're smelling deader. Mm. You're starting to turn.
0: So it's, it kind of evolves as it's yeah. on your body, as it gets yeah. warmer and interacts with your body chemicals.
1: I'm thinking red shirt is a really, really bad choice.
0: <laughs> well, you know, the one thing though about dying on TOS is that pretty much you either died fairly cleanly, like someone stabbed you in the back or a big rock fell on you, or you got vaporized.
1: Or you got made into a what was it a tetrahedron dodecahedron, tetra- dodecahedron and true. crumbled up. See,
0: they didn't get to the transporter accidents until the movies. So I don't think you have to worry about that. Really? I don't think anybody died in a transporter accident on the series. Not the way they did in the movie.
1: Well, yeah, that was pretty horrible yeah. in that first movie. You know,
0: people didn't get turned into And I bet out. that stunk. Oh, I'm sure that was really bad, just like in Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think there were a couple of times in the series when they were trying to transport someone and they lost them in transport. Uh, But they didn't end up like with little pieces of them in the transport. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they got duplicated. Yeah. Hmm. But
0: nobody got turned inside out. Yeah. They were saving that for the movie.
1: How stoned were the the people
0: coming (laughs) up with tie-in ideas and what did they reject? That, that's a really good question. Well, I, I also want to know how it's going to be packaged. Like will you have to I come very fixated on this. Yeah. Are they gonna sell the three of them in a three pack, you know? Like little little samples the way they'll come in bottles like the like way you a- or, airline, or airline size. Liquor, that's how big they're gonna be and you're gonna get one of each. So depending on your mood or whether you should like And dying you might or mistake
1: not. them for liquor and, and, and drink them. And <laughs> have a slug of Tiberius. <laughs>
0: So I think that that would probably be the way that they should market it because, honestly, nobody is going to wear this crap as fragrance. They're just buying it to have it as a mm-hmm. you know a crap a piece of crap, a piece of memorabilia crap yep. from the movie, which is what I'm going to be buying it for. <laughs> I would never wear anything that came out you know as a fragrance as a movie tie-in. <laughs> well, do you think they
1: haven't gotten around to announcing it yet? But there's going to be women's perfumes called and slave girl
0: (laughs) and marjorie
1: (laughs) (laughs) marjorie's would smell like fresh baked (laughs) snickerdoodles um
0: i don't know beats me i I think you're right i think the people who are doing the merchandising for the movie are insane. And they're just basically, it, it's like when, when um, Brian Epstein came to America with the Beatles, he signed anything. People were throwing contracts in front of him and said, we want to put the Beatles on, you know, waste paper bags and, and on girls' underwear and all this stuff. And he was just signing his name and going, okay, do I get 10%? Fine, you can put the Beatles on this. We don't really care. I think that's what it's like.
1: I think so. Well, you know what else I think? I really think Paramount desperately wants to jumpstart this franchise. Definitely. And they are thinking franchise. They are not thinking revive fan interest, revive the story, revive these great characters. They're thinking revive the franchise. And they are literally throwing the name at the wall Mm -hmm. and anything that sticks.
0: I agree.
1: Did you see one of the things they are coming out with? Um, is you can buy captains' chairs.
0: Oh, I did see that, and yes. they're like
1: twenty five hundred oh, bucks. I know, because I, I got that. so excited. I went, "We need these for the show." <laughs> they're twenty five hundred bucks. <laughs> we can do without these.
0: I did see that uh, along with <sighs> some of the other crap that they're releasing. So yeah, they they just showed them at some. There was a big toy show recently, and that's mm. when they announced them. So they were kind of uh, on the interwebs there. Wow. Yeah. So there's going to be a, a lot of crap. Now speaking about the movie, um, this weekend coming up is WonderCon in San Francisco, right. which is a big comic book convention. I'm going because I'm on a panel for podcasting for the. Comic so co- all of you
1: there, you want to go attend yeah, that panel can, and you can go and, say and applaud hi. for our Lena.
0: Um, and there's going to be an event for the movie, for the Star Trek movie, which <coughs> I'm going to. And it's going to be uh, the director and uh, some other folks and a special surprise guest, which who knows who it's going to be. It who
1: could be a surprise guest on a podcasting panel? Oh,
0: no, that's not it. I'm oh. talking about the Star Trek thing.
1: Oh, oh, sorry. I lost track. <laughs> I'm high on my mint tea, I know babe. the mint
0: tea. So the podcasting panel is going to be just us talking about podcasting. The Star Trek thing is going to be talking about the movie, and they're promising a special guest. And I'm assuming it's going to be Zachary Quinto or somebody like that. Hey, if it's him, I want you to
1: get close enough to see if his face is plastic.
0: Oh, okay. Because it sure
1: looks like it in every picture I've seen. Yeah, it could be. And he's too young to have a plastic Mm. face.
0: Maybe just a lot of makeup, a lot of pancake.
1: No, pancake does not look that plastic, had
0: plastic it, surgery.
1: that's what i'm saying it looks like it's made out of the same stuff they make um uh, uh um star wars centurion's helmets out of <laughs>
0: okay plastic plastic well, if he's there, I'll look. I don't okay. know what else they're going to do. They'll probably show a new trailer or something like that.
1: Or maybe even a clip, and that's why I'm not going. Uh, I I'm know. so afraid. So,
0: I will make sure that I don't spill any beans to you about this, <laughs> okay. but I will re- Yeah, keep
1: your damn beans to yourself. I will, but I'll
0: report back on what they had to say. I'm guessing that that's going to be one of the the extremely well-attended events. They're having it in, you know, the big room. So is this at Moscone? It's at Moscone, yeah. Okay. And the big room is big. And whole yeah, I've been and there. People. The last year, um, the, the thing in the big room was the Iron Man thing, because that was right oh, before the yeah, movie came out. And yeah. it was jam-packed, but it was great. So, Was anyway, Robert Downey there? He was not, but oh, the I director was there. And uh-huh. he was awesome. He was really, really good. And they had some of the people from Marvel there uh, to talk about just the synergy between the movie and the comics. And mm-hmm. it was actually an excellent panel. And they showed a fantastic a bunch of footage preceding the movie which was really special so that was cool cool yeah uh so there you go okay do you want to take a little break um sure okay and then we've got some other some other fun stuff okay so we'll, we'll be right back space the final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise, its five-year mission to explore
1: strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before.
0: Things Bill wants you to know. Email to lookathisbutt at gmail.com. Show notes at lookathisbutt.blogspot.com. This entire podcast recorded on an Apple PowerBook with GarageBand. This is TSFPN.com, the Sci Fi Podcast Network. You've found the best podcasts in the universe. So let's talk about Bill.
1: This this is actually a special segment called, Oh, Bill. (laughs) What were you thinking? (laughs) What were you thinking? So this has um, sort of been in the news.
0: Well, we've talked about this before. We but, have. But this is a new take on it.
1: Right. It's sort of been in the news, and he's done one of his videos on uh, Shatner Project mm-hmm. talking about this. And it was a couple years ago, because mm-hmm. I remember seeing these pictures and everything. Bill was asked to be a guest photographer for Playboy yes. to take pictures of a beautiful nude girl. Mm-hmm. And And he did. (laughs) He did. You know, he went, yeah, sure. I'd love to do it. Went click, 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 Mm -hmm. took his pictures, and that was the end of it. Well, the the pictures were published on the Playboy website, Mm -hmm. and people went and saw them, and there were also pictures of Bill taking the -hmm. pictures. And apparently Bill knows nothing about photographing nude women. (laughs) Because all of his pictures were like extreme close-ups of her arm (laughs) and her hip. You know, the whole idea of photographing the entire nude Uh just seemed not to occur to him.
0: So, what we found out um, (coughs) in this episode of the Shatter Project was that somehow... (coughs) Yes. He had neglected to tell his wife Elizabeth about this. It just slipped his mind.
1: Well, no. (laughs) This is not the tale he is telling. It didn't slip his mind. He just thought it would be better not to tell her
0: until the pictures came out in the magazine. So the question that everybody has is, why did you do that? (laughs) What were you thinking? And he's, he's got just these lame, flaky
1: explanations that he thought, when the magazine comes out, that's when he'll
0: tell her. Like he's going to say, look, honey, look what I took did. these pictures. The best part about the interview is that his daughter, Elizabeth, who he's, he's talking with about this, is laughing and her eyes are huge. And is basically saying, what were you thinking to him? And and then talking and he said, so you heard about this when it happened. And, oh, we heard about this.
1: And she also says, and we continue to hear <laughs> about it. And um, he, he was on the View like mm-hmm. a, a month or so ago, and all four women on the View were just all over him. He could not get past yes, but and they go, you lied to your wife. Yes, but you lied to your wife. They're 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 all over him, and I'm just thinking you're you're insane you, there is no way you can twist this to to make this a good thing and then at the end of the interview with his daughter he says well you know it's it's every all american male's dream mm-hmm. and my wife has trampled all over <laughs> and i'm going that's the key <laughs> because you didn't tell her because you knew if you said honey i've been asked to take pictures for playboy she'd say you're not going to do it. She would trample all over this dream. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with what would be a better idea to tell her afterwards when the magazine came out or whatever. Yep. And there is just no way you can make it sound reasonable mm-hmm. that you weren't just thinking, Oh, good, I get to take pictures of a nude girl, a beautiful nude girl, and the, the picture's going to be published. And the other thing is... In Mind Meld, which several years ago, he tells Leonard about this mm-hmm. and that his wife was very upset. And Leonard says, well, why was she upset? And Bill says, well, because she knows me.
0: <laughs> so we were, when we were talking about this on IM, we were um, trying to get into Bill's mind a little bit and saying, <laughs> yes. you know, in his mind, basically, he wants a cook. <laughs> He wants a what? He wants a cookie. Yes. Because he didn't sleep with the girl that he was taking pictures with. Look, honey, I didn't sleep with her. Yes, yes.
1: And and you said, Aren't I good to you? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And he's supposed to get his pat on the and head. His pat for, on the
0: head. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's so great, Bill. Thanks for not sleeping with her. And apparently, I know it's this, hard for this you. comes
1: up at the, at the Shatner household every now and then.
0: Oh, I'm sure it does. I'm sure if it I does. If I was her, I, yes, it would. It would.
1: <laughs> you know what? I couldn't help wondering. As we know from Bill's book, uh, Misa Horny, mm-hmm. um, like on the eve of the day they were supposed to get married, they had a big fight.
0: Mm-hmm. Could have been.
1: Could have been. Did, uh, is that when uh, the Playboy website pictures came out and some <gasps> friends of Liz
0: said, hey. "Hey, did you know about
1: this?" And Liz went, "What?"
0: I can I can just imagine that. Well, first of all. Um, I can't see how he wouldn't think, realize, understand that this would give her ammunition against him for the rest of their lives together. And you're
1: going to pay for that forever.
0: Forever. I mean, basically any, anything that she could do to him that would be bad. You know, oh, honey, I dented the car. But you took pictures of a naked woman and didn't tell me about it. Like, and that just trumps everything.
1: And you know what? His, his newest video shows him paying for it because they're playing golf. And he starts it out by going, I hate golf. And his daughter says, So why are we here? Because one of us <laughs> is really good at golf.
0: <laughs> he signed his own death warrant and he, he has did. no one but himself to blame. That's right. Yeah.
1: That's right. Sorry,
0: Bill. <laughs> are you thinking?
1: <laughs> oh, Bill. Yeah. Oh yep. Bill. Yeah.
0: Anyway. So
1: why don't we go on, speaking of Bill being psycho and everything else, why don't we go on to Kirk's Psychophile? Kirk's
0: Psychophile. Now, a while ago, we mentioned that we had found in a comic book online uh, Spock's Psychophile, <laughs> which is very interesting. And now, courtesy of uh, a guy who has put up a great resource for all of the Star Trek Gold Key comics, and he scanned many pages of them, the psychophile for subject Kirk, comma, James T., and it's really bad.
1: Oh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And, uh, I mean, the, the, I, the, starting out with the very first thing, the identifax. You could never identify him from it.
0: Because it doesn't look anything like him. So it says height 5'11", you wish. Yeah. Um, it's got fingerprints. I want to know whose fingerprints those are. Like, are they the artists who drew this? He just rolled his fingers in some ink and put them on mm-hmm. there. I'd like to know that. And then the identifying marks. Let's see, we have a flash burn, left upper arm, okay. phaser 3 scar, right knee, okay. two repair fractures, lower right leg, surgical laser scar, spinal base. Oh, I'm going to have like one of those, that's yeah. True, when you get your Borg implants. Yeah. And one magnesium spinal disc. Oh, so you guys are just the same.
1: Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and in fact, you know, I look an awful lot like that picture. But
0: <laughs> well, you're not 5'11", and neither is he. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that there's a little uh, piece of paper here. That's the United Federation of Planets Space Academy. <laughs>
1: or space, oh, that space, space Academy.
0: So um, appointment to the Academy. Known all, know all by this certificate that James T. Kirk has been accepted for full matriculation at this <laughs> institute and for the duration shall be entitled to the rank and compensation of a trainee Starfleet officer in recognition of the appointment of Fix My Seal and Hand.
1: Net Alden McWilliams. Commander,
0: UFP Space Academy. I guess this is before they decided it was Starfleet Academy.
1: Okay. Um, wait, did you read this? Son of great Klingon war hero accepts medals. <laughs> oh, look at so that
0: picture of him. Is, is that Dad's supposed to be
1: <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and, they
0: even got his name wrong. Colonel Benjamin Kirk.
1: And uh, the guy giving out the medal has on a baseball cap. He does
0: have on a baseball cap.
1: And Benjamin... Colonel Benjamin Kirk is the hero of the Klingon repulsion. <laughs> that
0: sounds like a disease. <laughs> really? Ew, Klingons! Oh, that's terrible. Marjorie's wearing a little sailor suit there.
1: I know, kind of like that that girl in Court Martial. Yes, exactly. And you know who she kind of looks like?
0: Laura Petrie. She does look like Laura Petrie. I agree. And Jimmy is dressed like um, a little uh, goofus and gallant guy. <laughs>
1: Okay. So then he gets appointed to Star Trek uh, Space Academy. Space. Um, because of uh, the youngest member of his class, because his dad was a big hero. Mm-hmm. And apparently the other cadets resented him.
0: Yes. Although it makes no mention of Finnegan. No mention of Finnegan. Um Mitchell isn't there either.
1: <laughs> right, right. So this, this is like. Well,
0: what I want to, I want to call attention to the fact, and people who are listening to this can go and look that that these two cartoon panels down at the bottom have a little narration box at the top, mm-hmm. and at the top of this little narration box is something that looks like a reel of film. Like, that, what is this? A film strip?
1: It's a, it's a mag, magna tape.
0: It's a magnet. How do you know that? Because at the beginning it tells you there are
1: forty-two graphics and twenty-seven magna tapes. Do not demag.
0: You're so smart. Nope. See, I would never have gotten that.
1: That's how Star,
0: Starfleet
1: <laughs> keeps their. um On their, tapes. their especially important they crap.
0: Weren't, they weren't <laughs> trusting flash drives or anything no, like that. They no, no, nothing like with that.
1: The tapes. So, next panel. He put the subject possessed of superlative reflexes. See, med files 1B and 3D sidestepped expertly. Expertly. Crash! so there's this this fight,
0: and I noticed that his the his fellow cadets are wearing uniforms that kind of look like a cross between um football players' sweaters mm-hmm. and Hitler youth, yeah, I was thinking that
1: <laughs> yeah, there's some Hitler youth going on there,
0: and oh, there's the guy with the visor with the baseball cap yeah, apparently he's he works there baseball cap's got like a pointy flash Gordon thing going mm-hmm. on at the top, mm-hmm. he
1: works there. <laughs>
0: The janitor. <laughs> he's Sam, the janitor.
1: Oh, okay. I thought maybe he was the uh what
0: was the thing I came up with the other day? The ship's um <laughs> I don't remember we've gotten so many of them. I him. know it was
1: some new ship's thing. Oh well. Mm-hmm. So um anyway he's the supervisor of fights. So <laughs>
0: Yeah. And then this thing on the bottom I totally don't <coughs> understand what this means. So it's a cartoon panel. Of, I guess that's Kirk. Is that yeah. Kirk? Yeah, holding,
1: holding um, a
0: jacket over his shoulder like Frank Sinatra.
1: Yeah, kind of, but it also looks like that, that giant pork loin I was telling you about.
0: <laughs> He's talking to Spock, and I think that's supposed to be Scotty standing behind Spock, and they look like they're in a spaceport, right? Because there's a big sign that says, Loading Ramps, All Points.
1: And it also says, Alpha Centauri Connection, Now Loading.
0: So the,
1: they're the, at um, alert level orange Okay. Too. So
0: then, and there's a, a lady with some really nice legs standing behind Kirk. I bet he did her. Um, oh yeah. See those legs. Yeah. Um, and no head. So the, yeah. The the comment from the narration box is his youth brought con- continued pressure. So Kirk says to Spock, "How did you spot me so easily, Mister Spock?" And Spock says, "We had a viddy fax picture of you." And Scotty says, "Also, he was the only one with milk on his chin."
1: Okay, so Scotty is being really snarky. Snarky. And um, uh, uh, Flash Gordon is also standing behind him <laughs> yes. with Lois Lane. <laughs>
0: uh, thing, now, just from a comic book point of view, Spock's um, word balloon has an exclamation point after it. Yes, I and Vidi Fax is and bold Vidi vitality. Fax will, Spock doesn't talk like that. That's like data using contractions. No, well, this is early Spock, remember? Oh, so he was yelling, do you think? Yeah, so absolutely. Kirk was talking to him, and he said, we had a vidifax picture of you.
1: Yes, yes, that's exactly. And it, Spock looks like, I don't know, maybe Spock was banging the lady with the legs because he just pulled that shirt on. I mean, look it's at backwards. it. It's, it's backwards. It's, it's wrinkled and twisted. And, it's
0: crazy. Yeah. So there's a lot going on in that, that little item right there. I
1: can't wait to see what happens next. <laughs> Okay. Oh, wow, now they're in um, a Captain Nemo speedboat. It's a nuke-mobile. Oh, wow. <laughs> a
0: nuke-mobile. I love it. And uh, let's see. They're
1: on their way. Wow, look at this. The Enterprise's transporter hyphen rendezvous hyphen point.
0: That's where all the the um, punctuation went from Star Trek The Tour. Yeah. It got Which apparently is coming to San Francisco, but we still, we still don't,
1: don't know why anything. or when.
0: Yeah. So what happens is the Mobile breaks down, and Scotty... (gasps) Does it rain? And there's a arcade. Scotty's trying to fix it. He's got the hood up. (laughs) And and Kirk and Spock are standing there like a couple of useless bastards, pointing at the engine, going, well, what do you think it is?
1: (laughs) Look at the way Kirk is standing in that that top right one, sort of... I don't know. It's sort of a James Dean pose. It is. It's
0: very Deanish, and Spock's got his arms crossed. Uh And I half expect, you know... Spock, or I guess Scotty would look in there and go, well, there's your problem.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, Kirk is not going to get dirty because he's in his um, dress uniform. He
0: is in his dress uniform for no reason. Well, apparently he's on his way to take command of the the Enterprise. I guess. Now, in the panel below that, he's suddenly magically transformed into Chris Isaac. (laughs) (laughs) hair yep yeah um and then they're arguing over the engine and then uh they fix it
1: well because kirk knows something scotty didn't because oh. he read the most recent manual
0: he, he read car and Mobile magazine something
1: <laughs> um apparently scotty the previous week had a sick intake valve
0: oh okay I and I,
1: does... I know how bad that is because i just got over a sick intake valve <laughs> as you can hear
0: It's, you know, it's hard to believe, but it gets even more incoherent after that.
1: (laughs) Well, in the next panel, they start drinking. (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) So, Scotty, oh, this is so sweet, and it's right out of Mr. Roberts. Scotty makes a medal to Captain Jay Kirk for knowing his way out of a Nuke V3 engine. Order of the battered oil can. Oh,
0: that's just...
1: From the flattened and buffed section of a V3A diverter. That's
0: pretty sickening, I have to say. Yeah. So, uh, going on to the next panel, we need to wrap this <laughs> as fast up as we because can because it's just—it's too much. Um, so, uh, the captain announced his engagement to Dr. Janet Wallace, biophysicist, but. For like no reason? 20. Wait, while well, they're still in the, the <laughs> nuclear speedboat? I guess. Okay. So um, then he turns into, who does he look like in that panel?
1: Um, he looks like one of the guys who was on um, Dragnet.
0: He does look a little bit, he also looks a little to me like Charles Bronson.
1: A little, yeah.
0: Yeah, so. Uh, so,
1: so. <laughs> the picture right in the middle.
0: Yeah. Souvenir
1: of the, the Moonbeam, Moonbeam Club. Club. So
0: they're in a bar and um, they're talking. Wait, this is how she looks. <laughs> but that's bad radio. They can't hear. They okay. can't see you. But she does look kind of cheesy. She looks like you know. She looks like a USO um, girl posing with a sailor, right? Yeah. Now. She's got a big cheesy smile. So they're in this bar and they're having an argument and all of a sudden they break up. <laughs> well, because
1: he points out we have a career conflict.
0: Yeah, and he says, you're honest and wise, Janet. I think I'll always regret that one of us wasn't a bit less dedicated. Bye. <laughs> and that, that's it.
1: And so then in the, the, the next panel, there are just floating all these medals he's won. And I swear, one of them looks like the little um, sheriff's pin my brother had when he was eight oh, years old. Yeah. And there's far too much pink in that panel.
0: There is. There's a lot of
1: pink. Subject is among the most decorated active starship commanders. Starfleet gallantry citation, Medal of Honor with Cluster, Karagite Order of Heroism, and others.
0: They don't have the Hammer of Grapthar. in there, No,
1: though. but they do have included our honors for his exploration of Zaraka 12, <laughs> his success in the XNR peace mission. Uh-huh. And then there's the current service appraisal. Subject is among the best of our starship commanders, a stern officer with enough humanity to earn total crew respect, a bit of a loner, but that fits him ideally for the loneliness of starship command. Mm. And his lifting of the Klingon siege of planetary Fort 128.
0: (laughs) And I don't know what's happening in that panel. There's some
1: really skanky, like, old beat-up wrestler
0: Klingon. This is your last chance to surrender.
1: And then there's Kirk sort of busting in, going, this is is a last chance, General, yours.
0: And that's the end. That's the end.
1: Wow. That is a pretty lame-ass service file. It's
0: very lame.
1: I can understand why they
0: have it on magnet tapes. (laughs) But I'm glad we read it. I am, too. These gold key comics were definitely the product of LSD or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. But they're fun. So I'll put the link in. Everybody can go. You should look at that. And
1: Fox sure. is also there, which we covered in another show. Yeah,
0: where he's um, dressed like Little Lord Fauntleroy. And, <laughs> and, and Sarek is dressed like... Uh,
1: <laughs> Welcome to Sherwood. <show> <laughs>
0: Actually, Spock's was more entertaining than Kirk. It's true. And that's it's hardly just, a good it was way it goes. It was just wackier. You know, I, I figured they just thought they could put anything in here, and it didn't matter. They just didn't care mm-hmm. anything, and they could just publish it, and people would buy it because it said Star Trek on it. And they were right. You
1: know what I was thinking um, earlier when we were at dinner and getting really silly with uh-huh. Trek stuff and talking about the next thing we're going to be talking about? I was thinking, isn't it wonderful that except for a few... This is a disaster Corners of Fandom. Star Trek is really over the how dare you mm-hmm. um phase of yes. it where you know, nothing's sacred.
0: Oh, I'm glad. I'm I am really glad. glad and that's why the show exists <laughs> pretty much. All right. That's
1: part of why it's lived and that's part of that's the main reason we have this show.
0: Now, the the last thing we're going to talk about, this is the last thing. Right?
1: Yes, like, and it's so prime. It's
0: wonderful. This is some Photoshopped covers of bad Star Trek novels. Not all of them are bad.
1: No, but these are actual real books. It's yes. the person, genius, who did this. Um,
0: just put new titles on them. Yes. Everything else is the same. The illustrations, the authors, everything is the same, except he put in much better titles that actually reflect the pictures on the front. And (laughs) the guy who did this is named um, Mighty God King, and I was just saying that I know him from Scans Daily because he Mm -hmm. used to post there quite frequently. And he's sort of famous on the the intertubes for doing this kind of really high-quality Photoshop stuff. And And if we had
1: really put some time into preparation, which we never do, we would have gotten the real names of the novels, but we didn't.
0: But they're so funny. They,
1: oh my God. Uh,
0: so, uh, as an example, I'll do the second one. Um, oh,
1: you're not going to do the very first one? Well, <laughs> the
0: first one? Okay, so it's a picture on the front. Actually, it's, it's kind of weird because it's Kirk and McCoy. They're dressed in uniforms from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirk is sort of in the foreground, and, and McCoy's a little bit behind him. And McCoy's actually looks like a picture of DeForest Kelly, mm-hmm. whereas the one of Kirk looks like a drawing of, of mm-hmm. Kirk, but in the same thing. And in front of McCoy is a little tiny werewolf. Yeah. A little guy that looks like a werewolf. But is, is you know in the perspective of McCoy, he's about, what, four or five inches high, I would mm, guess? Something
1: like more that. like eight or ten.
0: And the name of the, the book is Attack of the Tiny Werewolf. Yep. Um, and it gets better from there. Um, let's see. There's one that's another Next Generation book <laughs> that has a picture of... Uh, oh, I was going to do the one with Worf, but you can do that one. Oh, this um, next one? No, let me do the one with Worf. So there, it's a picture of Worf and Troy, and Worf sort of got that mean, Worfish look on his face. And Troy has this stupid look on her face. This is a book that was actually written by Laurel K. Hamilton.
1: Who now writes vampire
0: books. Yep. He's, she's got just this... Prissy look on her face, and she's got some flowers in front of her. And the title of this book is Wharf versus the Pretty Flowers."
1: <laughs> I wonder who wins. Um, but here's here's a, a favorite. This is um, Kirk, Spock, and McCoy. Uh, let's see. What do you think those uniforms are? Uh,
0: which one is that? Uh, the, That looks sort of like a... A
1: combination of series and first movie. movie. Yeah, Yeah. McCoy
0: looks like he's from the first movie, but Kirk and Spock look like they're from the series.
1: And there's a Romulan warbird flying overhead, and it's pink, and the the novel is called The Fabulous Romulan War. (laughs) Kirk, oh, and and the the title or the description at the top, Kirk and the Enterprise battle an enemy warship, an amorous computer, and a galaxy heading for war. (laughs)
0: Here's another great one. So it's Kirk and Spock wearing sort of modifications of the the first movie um, uniforms. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it's supposed to be. And they're on sort of a desert planet. They're wearing fry boots. And they're crouched down. And the title of this book is Super Pajama Desert Party. (laughs) That's exactly what it looks like. And then this is, I love the one just underneath it. So it's um, Picard and Troy. And they're kind of looking at the the reader like they're very confused. Um, and it's Picard in first season uniform. And underneath them is an illustration of, I don't know, who is the, like the three musketeers in outer space or something. I can't quite tell. There's a dog with three heads. There's, you know, this sort of French courtier guy. There's a city behind them that looks vaguely... Um, Babylonian. There's a minotaur in the background. There's um, Anubis, the Greek god of of death over Mm -hmm. there, and and, and a knight um, for no reason. And the title of this book is Picard and Troy do peyote. (laughs) (laughs) These
1: are wonderful. Oh
0: my God, they're so funny.
1: Okay, here's a real good one.
0: Oh, I love that one.
1: Um, Kirk is is almost see-through. He's sort of in the background. And Spock is standing with his um, arms holding the upper arms of a Vulcan woman who's almost in like a Victorian outfit. Very,
0: very much so. And
1: she's looking very stern, and the novel is called My Spock, My Pimp. <laughs> and, you know, there have been Spock, Messiah, and all of those. I would love for someone to write, uh, well, write the, this. Well, in the
0: comments for this post, so many people said, I would read that book, like like for many of these. That sounds much more interesting. Okay. <laughs> yes, now there are two. Let's do these last two because I think these are the best. So you do that one. I'm going to do this one. Oh, us.
1: okay. Um, <laughs> Kirk is standing there, just looking Kirkish, and behind him is this this being who's holding his his hands on either side of Kirk's head with lightning bolts coming out of them, oh, heading it's towards like Kirk's mes- head. mesmerizing him. I'm yeah, saying. and the, and the being has a big furry face and a chicken nose, mm-hmm. and the name of the book by Barbara Hambly, Emily, who I, I happen to love. Is Mento Chicken Man.
0: <laughs> I would totally read a book called Mento Chicken Man. You would? <laughs> okay, and this, this is my actual all time favorite. Okay. It's um, Kirk and, and Spock with some kind of burning city in the background, and then there's a woman in front of them who's wearing um, a blue uniform. It's not, maybe it's a starfleet uniform, it's kind of hard to say. She looks sort of younger. <laughs> and the title of the book is Kirk Bangs McConaughey's Daughter. <laughs>
1: Yeah, those those are just genius. And I do want to, if you'll give me just a minute to get to uh, to the page, I do want to read you the comment from the oh. person who sent it to us, which is uh, older than Tos. Who sends us wonderful stuff? Oh. You guys all send great stuff. So funny. Um, it says, um, <laughs> "It says, I'm sure you girls could write the story to go with Super Pajama <laughs> Desert Party."
0: <laughs> Well,
1: we wrote the space carnival story. There we go. So I think that's about it for now. Yes. And and for 30 seconds ago. Yes. (laughs) So this was like a
0: a cookie show. Yeah. And we're glad to be back. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Oh, well, there's so much stuff to talk about. We were just... um, more disorganized than usual for this show. Because we had other plans for We had for other tonight. things and, and all that, and we had to have dinner. But next time we'll probably have um, more reviewing-type stuff mm-hmm. because there's a lot of stuff that Bill's done that we have to talk about.
1: Oh, and um, uh, Bill's Raw Nerve has been
0: renewed, more yes. shows. Yeah, so that'll be good.
1: And, uh, and we'll probably find out about other lies he's told yeah. his wife, which is <laughs> always fun because he tells them with the strangest best of intentions. It's
0: true. Um, And there's been a bunch of Trek crap in addition to the crap that we've already talked about. There's been more merchandising that's come out, some of which we've posted to the blog. Mm -hmm. And there have also been some very funny videos that we'll also be posting to the blog. So please do check out the blog. Um, Remember that we have an email notification system set up now for when new stuff is posted. So go to the blog at at Mm lookathisbutt.blogspot.com. And you can just sign up and then you'll get notes in the mail whenever we put stuff up. You won't miss anything. And
1: we are blogging a lot of stuff. We are.
0: It's true. There's a lot of stuff going on. There, so if you haven't checked, you should be checking. That's right. Because otherwise, you're missing stuff. You're missing fantastic stuff. Yeah, stuff you won't get anywhere else. <laughs> well, that's not true, but.
1: But you know.
0: It's all in one place.
1: <laughs> that that we maintain. That
0: we maintain. Uh, okay, so I think that's it.
1: I think so. <laughs>